Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Let it breathe, buddy. Let it breathe. Isn't there a rule you can only play a certain amount of music? Like, if let's just say we're really going to mail it in one day, which is more of a December thing. And right? November. And November. November kind of bleeds into December. Yeah. I mean, even right now, February, people aren't really working. Mail it in for St. Patrick's Day. Dog days oh, yeah. in February. Yeah. Grinding through the whole deal. If we just came in here one day and said, yeah, we got a bunch of hot takes, but first, a couple of my favorite songs, and we just play them, I don't think you can because of licensing. So we had to get on there before okay. it played out. So, because we're not an actual music station... What are we? We can't just play a four-minute song. Correct. I think that's the rule. I would like to know how much we can play before we have to pay. Correct. And then we go up to that amount. 15 seconds? We played for a lot longer than 15 seconds. Well, but we're... That's the... Uh, what's that called? Uh, the Disco Thumpers or what? What's the band? Sure. No, disco you, Thumper Superstar. No, the... Chumbawamba? No, you picked Cup out... Thumping. What's the name Bass of the... Jackers. Bass Jackers. I wasn't that far off, was it? Bass what? Jackers? Bass Jackers... That sounds song. like a guy texting the show. Bass, bass jacker. Bass jacker sounds like a like a weird baseball euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I was a bass jacker. What does that mean? Well, I just hit home runs. You ever get any singles? Nope. Bass jacker. Jackertons. Yep. Yep. Chuck, good to see you, buddy. Great to see you. Great to uh, see everyone. I'd like to ask a quick We'll get into all the hot sports topics. We have Izzy coming up at 1230. Looking forward to that conversation. Jason Isringhausen, Cardinals all-time saves leader. And a uh, nominee for the Cardinals Hall of Fame. You can tell him that you personally got him on the ballot because you're yes. in that committee. We're not allowed to talk about what goes on in that room, which is mostly me and Frank laughing when Whitey tells stories. <laughs> well, let me tell you, this guy wasn't really much of a ball player at all. And we're like, okay. And then he kind of comes around and says, <laughs> this kid, he is but a hell of a ball player. We're like, oh, okay. It's like a roast. Starts <laughs> with a little shot or two. Then at the end, you just cry and say, I love you. Uh, Izzy's coming up at 1230. Texter's always part of the show at 855-282-8255. 855-282-8255. On occasion, sitting at my desk at the Two Fox, if there's a lull, Charlie, you know it's a pretty frenetic pace there at night. Always. Writing and scripting and producing. Watching Marquette. Watching Marquette. Checking our net rating. But every once in a while, I will go to the text line. Because I don't do it during the show. I don't have it up on my phone. That's your job as my longtime assistant. Correct. So I noticed last night there were a bunch of noon hour texts. And then at the end, somebody said, one critique of the show, you never read the text. So I wrote back and said, so sorry. That's Charlie's fault. That is true. That's fair. Somebody just texted in. <laughs> no, don't read it. We don't have time. Hold on. <laughs> Splashback says, thanks, Matten, for responding to my text about reading texts. Like four hours after the show was over. Is that yesterday. sarcasm? I know Charlie read it and he's not saying it, but I'm I'm detecting a little bit of of sarcasm in that text. 
To be fair, I do try to always look at the text line. I feel like yesterday was light. And also, look, I'm saying this as a person who sometimes my takes are bad, or or maybe most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> the texts aren't that interesting. If the texts are interesting, I feel like we always go to the text line. Am I wrong, Hoff? That's true. Yeah. If they generate a nice conversation, a nice funny quip, we go right to it. We're there if you're there. How about once a day Martin like just goes home and has a whiskey or a scotch or something and then goes Whoa. to the text line and responds Whoa. to one text just once a day? Can Every I tell night. you, I don't know what night it was. Remember the big snow? Maybe that's what it was. That was a Friday night. It was a Friday night. I might have been slightly overserved at my own home, sitting by the fire. That's okay. That's you're allowed to drink a lot by a fire. All right. Well, thank like. you. But I don't know what, honey. You are hammered. I'm by a fire. Well, everybody knows. <laughs> you the ever rule. do that? No, no, you, ever... you, <laughs> attention. you can't. I, I am by a fire. Are you serious? Right you now? You ever do that? Good or not? You know, a buddy of yours school. has like a fire pit outside. Yeah. Have a couple beers. But it's then like, you. Hey, hey, I was barbecuing. What do you want me to do? I'm grilling steaks. Am I supposed to not drink? <laughs> Seriously. You're right though. Fire pit drinking. Yes. Grilling, barbecuing, drinking. Little yard work sometimes. Fire. Fireplace, fireplace, but it varies. I feel like if it's a fire pit or you're grilling, it's a beer. But if you're indoors at a fireplace, it's probably like a bourbon or a whiskey or a scotch. I was channeling my inner Quenville. Yes, like I was pretending I was at a chalet. But I forget. I could probably go back on my phone and look it up. But I started texting Bob Costas. But it was a friendly, and we kind of went back. Martin was drunk texting Bob Costas loosely. Does Bob Costas ever drunk text you? Well, we went back and forth for a while, and then it got to where. I guess I'll stop, or does he stop? And like, good one, yeah, no, good one. Like, you don't know when it's over. That's when Bob says, "All right, Martin, we'll see you later." And that's kind of like, "This is over." Well, I, there was a reference. <laughs> I'll find a few guys off air, but there was a reference to Bill Maher, and then he said, "Watching him now," and then that might have been the cue. I'm trying to stop. watch. Yeah, like <laughs> leave me alone. That's a you good question. You could have mentioned you any asked, any TV personality, and he would have said, "Watching him now." <laughs> now hey, you, I'm that Tom Brokaw, watching him now. <laughs> Boy, that you and Jane Pauley were friends. Watching. Remember her now. Peter Jennings? Watching him now. Oh, He's dead. What? Okay. Speaking of that, I saw Sam Donaldson on the news. Last watching night. him now. Man, he's uh getting up there. Anyway, this just in. He's getting up. There. I have to check how old he is. Eighty. That could. Oh, at least that could be the good out. Watching him now. <laughs> Uh, I'll check on Sam Donaldson. My point, though, is you drunk text Bob Costas. Who well, do you think I'd Bob say, Costas? I think I was, you know, like okay. they say, buzz driving. All right, we'll I pretend was you weren't drunk. Okay. Right, buzz. Who do you think he buzz texts? Like, you buzz text Bob Costas. He probably buzz texts, like, Barack Obama and, like, some of the— <laughs> Seriously. Letterman. Like he has, he Letterman. has the biggest names in the world probably in his phone. He's okay. going back and forth right now. With Letterman, Michael Jordan is like, yeah. hey, Bob, like, what's oh, it's going Costas on? again. Is he drinking? No, like, it's Kill Coin. Uh, yeah, hi, sorry. Um, sorry, I, was, I think I'm I on with texting. Frank next week. Is that what you wanted? Like, no, it's saying what's no, There was a content. It was the weekend of the writer's dinner. There was something I was working on. And it, anyway, what was the point? There is no know. point. It started off with you being overserved at your own fire. And then we got to Costas. Yeah. 84 years old, Sam Donaldson. Was this the weekend Chuck was concerned for your well-being and he wanted you to go outside because you kept texting about one topic a little too much? Yeah, you definitely had cabin fever that weekend. <laughs> was I texting you a lot? You were texting me about, like, I know you're really kind of in it when you get real, like, media-y texting and you're, like, critiquing. You're my friend. And I'm just like, dude, go outside and shovel the snow, please. Please. <laughs> Breathe take fresh your kid, air. Take your kid sledding and get back to me. Illegally. Dad, I want to go sledding. Hold on. 
Hold on, Chuck and I got this great thing going back and forth. Val- Hold on a second. We're Have looking you seen at Sam Donaldson's eyebrows. We're looking at the Valley standings. <laughs> hey, the Blues play tonight. They're in Tampa to face the Lightning. And Jordan Bennington back in net. Good job, Craig Berube, doing what we all know is the obvious, but riding the hot hand, Blues and Lightning. Tampa Bay not only has the most points in the NHL, it's not even close. So a dominant team, Blues' uh, recent mini-mojo is going to be up against it tonight, and then a great weekend of hockey. At home for the first time in three weeks, Saturday at Enterprise Center, I would give you guys, without looking, if you can even mention the last home opponent, I'll give you each five dollars. Ooh, last home, even though last home opponent. opponent. Oh my even though God. Chuck's supposed to buy us lunch. Okay, wasn't it the Wednesday before the All Star break? Or did they start? It was that a Saturday. On the road? It was a Saturday before the All Star break. It was three weeks ago this Saturday. Good so Lord. it's three weeks in between home games. Predators this weekend, the home-and-home Saturday-Sunday, which is going to be a lot of fun. But the last home game. Did they win it? Uh, I'm going to say they did. I don't have it in front of me. Was it Hawk, you're going to only have to guess. They did did win. They did, right? Okay, Rocks got it. Perfect. Wasn't it the Ducks? Was it Anaheim? Is it Vancouver? Anyway, who did they play? How many guesses I do I get? Let's just go Ducks, through all the game. teams. It was January 19th. It was Saturday. They beat the Senators 3-2. to two. I would not Senator, have guessed that's Iowa. Costas and I were texting about the game. Sure. So the Blues are coming back home. What we painted earlier last hour, the worst-case scenario, not that you would lose to Tampa, which is very possible. Who knows? But if Bennington didn't play well, then on Saturday, you're sort of obligated to say, hey, let's give Jake a start. Well, he's getting one anyway. And it's at home. He's got to play one of the two. Yes. Although they're day games, and then he could. Don't you think that's tougher? So if Bennington didn't play well tonight, then you go to Jake. And then let's say he plays really well Saturday, Chuck, and you're back on board, back to confusion. How about, do you remember the last time Jake Allen played in a game? <sighs> Man. Nine out of 12 for Bennington. Probably Did about he do four poorly four. against. The Bruins one Yes, night? look at you, Chuck. Wow, you're a hockey guy. That's his hockey last guy. his last appearance. That was January 17th. He hasn't appeared at the Enterprise Center in a game since January 8th. Wow. Look, regardless of what happens tonight, Jake should get the road game against Nashville. That should no be No matter plan. what. No matter what happens yeah. tonight and on Saturday. Unless, of course, Bainton wins tonight and then the Blues lose on Saturday, then on Monday we can turn around and say, what were the Blues thinking starting out on Saturday? But again, you need Jake to do one of these back-to-backs. I believe there are seven left. And again, you don't want to put everything on Jordan Bennington either, right? He is a rookie. He's played, what, 11, 12 games. He has nine starts. I don't think it helps him either to say, okay, you're playing every single game. Let Jake play the front end or the back end of every back-to-back, and as long as Bennington is playing well, he gets every other game. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next topic. Text Next line. topic for our texters. Do we do we still do a poll online? We can. we don't really. We, we used to do, do poll. A, Remember we have like a poll we online. Can do a Twitter poll. Maybe we just we put can. it on Twitter. Okay. I really think it's interesting. You really understand social media. Well, I'm asking. Do we do like polls online? Well, I know we can. Lil Gallup was famous. He'd do one like, "Should I do a poll?" That's the poll question. Yeah, he would do. Did that. you like my poll? That's the poll question. But we used to put them on the front page of the website. That's all I was asking. Oh, I'm not sure if we do that anymore. That's what I was asking. But, but, go, ahead. No, but go ahead and put it on the Twitter tweets. That's fine. 
Do you think Cardinal fans, our audience, St. Louis people, would overwhelmingly be against this DH? I was surprised Frank's sort of pro-DH. He thinks it's silly that we don't have the DH in the National League. That surprised me that that was Frank's take. I'm old school. I like the strategy that's involved. I do. And it's not just about a pitcher being a terrible at bat. I like the idea. Ooh, the pitcher's coming up later. Ooh, we got a pinch hit here. Do we take this reliever out? Well, we got to get him through another inning. Ooh, will Greg Garcia go in and take out yeah. a really good how, hitter? How many yeah. is it? How many times is it? Ooh, the pitcher's coming up versus oh, the pitcher's coming up. Because I feel oh overwhelmingly is the reaction over ooh. But I like the pinch hitting. Who's left on the bench? Yeah. I, I do think there's some strategy there. But what do you think? I don't care about you schmoes and your opinions. Oh. What do you think the percentage would be? Overwhelmingly, no. I'd say 70 30. No. Because it's a St. Louis yes. thing, because we're old school and yes. we don't like change? Or no, because I think we're it's a National League town and people correct. like that quote unquote National League style of play. What's your gut? Oh, you say yes, it would be overwhelmingly against, against. the DH. I did a Twitter poll once to try to Whoa, find out. Hey, no, hey, 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 you get outside and shovel. Hold on. I did a Twitter poll to see how many of my Twitter followers. We're from the St. Louis area. I think it was something like 80%. And I agree with Hoff. I don't think it's an old school thing because, to be real, in the American League, you had the DH in 1973. So anybody who's about, what, 50 or 60 years old, if you lived in American League City or watched American League Baseball, you've grown up with the DH as well. I think it's more about American League City versus National League City. I think St. Louis by far will say, no, we don't want the DH. I grew up watching the Detroit Tigers, Cleveland Indians. I've always watched the DH, and I just think, for me, I would rather watch a good hitter. I'd rather see an aging hitter who can't play defense still stick around the last couple years of his career. I don't celebrate people like Greg Garcia, even though I love those guys. Wow. I feel like wow. I feel like having the pitcher bat, it also kind of celebrates that 25th person on the roster. And do we really love double switching that much? Is it that cool? I understand it's a little more strategic, you can also make the case that the at-bats are not strategic or competitive at all when the pitcher gets a hit two times. Even the best, even the best hitting pitchers in baseball are not close, are not close to the average major league actual hitters. You know what I'm saying? The Waynos, the Madison Bumgarners, the Noah Syndergaards, if you match those guys up versus other pitchers, yeah, they're good. If you match them up versus other average position players, they're still not. And that pool of pitchers who can Besides Otani. Who can hit reasonably well is really small because that's always hey it's fun watching Wayno hit and Bumgarner he'll, he'll hit a couple home runs a year okay well that's that's like two or three and you might be able to add a, a couple more and then the rest are just if you're watching a game and the opposing pitchers up you're you're thinking your mind is registering automatic out like Bob Force was known as a great hitting pitcher I'll bet you had three home runs <laughs> three or four and hey he's always a threat. I understand that point. I just, maybe it should be uniform. Maybe I'm just an old school person. Maybe I'm just old. I like nostalgia. I just, I kind of feel like the National League brand is more interesting. And maybe I've just been around it. Maybe it's not that big a deal. Some of the other stuff is fine. You want to speed the game up. The, the runner on second base to start extra. I so hate that. Dumb. I hate that. You're, you're basically saying people hate our game. But then you change it to get to people who may not like your game anyway. And you, what you're doing then is pushing away the base that's already there. In other words, you're going to try and tweak it so much, so much, hey, hey, come over here. You don't like baseball? We're trying this. 
And those people aren't going to come over anyway. All right. I have a good question for you guys because I just looked it up. Give me what you think. Did you look up the answer or the question? Right, did you look up the question? Well, I thought of the question okay. and found the answer so I can ask you to Jamokes. Okay. And also you. Rocky. Ooh. What do you think the career OPS as a hitter is for Adam Wainwright and Greg Garcia? I would say Garcia so, is probably so remember, higher. Wainwright is and and he can hit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Please don't call in Wayno. He can hit. But we're talking about good hitting pitchers versus other relatively average position players. What do you think the career OPS of Wayno versus Greg Garcia? Because I don't think Adam Wainwright walks. Like pitchers don't walk that often. So if they're if they're OPS is, is rising. It's just because he got a hit. So I would say his OPS is maybe, I'll say 470-ish, while Greg Garcia's is probably a little over 550. Wayno's 536. I was off. Greg Garcia's 696. Okay. 160 OPS points better versus basically we're talking about Greg Garcia, the 25th guy on the roster, the utility man type, the type of guy who's going to be double switching a lot at the end of a baseball game. So good hitting pitchers are still not close to being basically league average position players. And my thing is, I know people want to say strategy, but that this National League strategy was born out of not wanting the pitcher to hit. What happens every National League game? The starter starts, gets anywhere between two and three at-bats, maybe. At, at the max three, you would unless they're pitching the entire game. And then what? They take him out, relievers come in, and then you have a de facto DH the rest of the game, unless the game goes on so long that you just run out of players and then bad relievers get to hit, which no one likes to watch. But So this whole strategy has been has born out of, we don't want this anymore, so therefore we want hitters in the lineup. So why not just embrace it full term? Which is what's going to happen. Yes. Isn't that obvious that it's happening? Yes, I think it's going to happen next year. And my point when the players' is, union is pushing for it, and, and so if you're should. the Wainwrights and Bumgarners, you can call and complain to your union. And you also or to the show. You also look at the average salary of the 25th guy in the roster versus an American League DH, which in many cases now sometimes it's kind of a rotating player to give everybody a day off, but a lot of times it's that 34, 35, 36 year old former All Star slugger who now is just a DH. I'd still like to see those guys playing in baseball. Wouldn't we'll you talk, want Jose uh, Martinez to get 500 at-bats? I'd like that. You know, he's thinking, oh, I could stay in St. Louis the rest of my career. Real quick about the rules, though. About, for example, pitching to three batters. Dumb. And the thing about, okay, if you put a runner on second, and maybe, let's just say, I'm just throwing this out there. Let's say that started in the 11th inning. Are you that mad about those things if they only happen in the regular season just to kind of keep those games moving don't want to have 18-inning games where you just kind of uh, waste all your pitchers if you keep postseason baseball the same, because that's what hockey's done. People don't like the three-on-three -three and whatever. They're trying to avoid shootouts, but when you get to the playoffs, it's the old-school game. And I think if you did that with baseball, where the regular season, okay, we don't want 18-inning games, whatever it is, put the guy on second in the 12th inning, okay, give them a couple extra innings. As long as you keep the postseason the old school baseball way. I don't think people would really are care. Are you that looking much. for to add excitement to the game, or are you looking just to end the game? I I don't think there's anything that much interesting about sixteen inning okay. games. And I know there's not a lot of those, but still, I'm okay with speeding up regular season baseball. Because here's what happens. Here's what I think will happen if you do this. If you're just trying to end it, twelfth inning, two two game, top of the twelfth, runner on second, no one out, bunt, runner goes to third, sack fly. 
up by one. Bottom of the 12th. Runner on second. No one out. One running game. Bunt, sack fly, tie game. Like what? How? I don't see how this changes anything. I'm okay with them trying it. Maybe do that, and they already have, right, in, in some spring training or minor league games. See how it works. All I'm saying is if you keep the integrity of the postseason, I don't think people are really going to be that mad about it. We'll talk some baseball. Izzy on deck. Jason Isringhausen, our guest here. Midday Grind. Coveted hours, what the kids call it. Texters, 855-282-8255. 1 o'clock, the doors open at Fast Eddie's. I guarantee Izzy's hung out at Fast Eddie's a time or two. For sure. Brighton, Illinois, just up the road from Alton. If you haven't been in a while, get on back to Fast Eddie's. The same great food you remember still at those prices. That you can't believe. Low prices, great food, 21 and in the mood, head on up. Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois from the St. Louis area. Take that Highway 367, Clark Bridge, and then turn right, and you are there. Broadway, 4th Street, downtown Alton. You can't miss it. The street sign even says Fast Eddie's Way. Get the half-pound Fat Eddie burger. Put a little cheese in there. Still, what do you think that costs, Chuck? A half-pound burger on that grill. A little cheese on there. What do you think that's going to cost? Four or say, five bucks? I'm five, say six bucks? Two seventy-five. Under that, two fifty. But where else? I'm saying if you went somewhere Nowhere else. else. No, but if you went somewhere else, what would they charge <laughs> you oh, for that? Oh man, that's going to be six bucks. Six fifty. Thank you. Next topic. Forget it. Okay. No. The point is. Next time, the point don't is, ask Chuck a question Fast during Eddie. Fast Eddie's live. Very read. reasonable. The prices are unbelievable. Head on in there. Live music seven days a week. They're open seven days a week. Friday through Sunday, doors open at 11. 1 o'clock today is when the fun begins at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois.